Welcome to the latest podcast in our series of five minutes with UBP's global fixed income team. My name is Mo Kazmi, Chief Strategist within Fixed Income and Portfolio Manager, and today I'll be taking questions from Nina Jahanbin, Head of Nordic Sales here at UBP. Hi Mo, it's great to speak to you again. Uh, last time we spoke was at uh, the beginning of the year. So uh, what has changed since we spoke last and where do you see opportunities within fixed income now? Hi Nina. So I think what has changed is that we are probably past the peak in terms of central bank hawkishness. We have now had a lot of policy tightening that's in the system through both rate hikes and quantitative tightening. And we're beginning to see this work through to the real economy. Growth is slowing, but not collapsing, and inflation is now clearly falling. Positively, this is not only for headline inflation, but core inflation across the US and Eurozone is also declining. So even if the Fed is still open to hiking further, the pace has slowed considerably to just 25 basis points at every other meeting at most. So this backdrop is generally a positive one for fixed income with opportunities across the asset class. We think valuations are particularly attractive in the higher income segments of the market, such as high yield through CDS indices and the 81 market. That's interesting that you mentioned the 81 market, given the volatility that we saw in March. Do you think the asset class has recovered from the stress we saw back then? So I think sentiment has definitely improved lately. Even during the volatility of March, we always expected 81s to remain a key part of European banking capital, which meant that the weakness presented an attractive entry point. We accepted that it could take some time for the market to initially recover, but we do think we have now passed several hurdles that confirms the recovery of the asset class. So from a regulation perspective, it was crucial that the regulators showed their commitment to 81s, and we've seen this now. So in March, we had European and UK regulators distance themselves from the Swiss decision, confirming that 81s are senior to equities. And now we're hearing about regulators discussing further options to support confidence in the asset class by looking into additional creditor protection. These discussions are still ongoing, but we think the intent is clear. We have also seen the major European banks so far call their 81 bonds that have come due since March, and this should also reduce fears around core risks and is another positive signal for the asset class. Finally, if we look back to prior bounce weakness for 81s, so 2016 and 2020, it was really the return of issuance that allowed the market to fully recover, and we've just achieved this as BBVA recently came to the market with a 1 billion euros 81 issue. Demand was over 3 billion euros confirming investor appetite here. So that sounds very promising and clearly we're heading in the right direction. But what about valuations? Is all of this good news now reflected in the price? So that's a good question. And yes, 81 spreads have tightened from the distress levels that we saw in March, but we haven't fully normalized and there is still plenty of value, we think. So spreads of around 450 basis points are still wide historically, and we think it offers significant premium over senior bank debt, and it also looks attractive relative to the European high yield market, we think. So we're talking about a yield to call of 10.5%, a, 
a yield to maturity of around 9%. So that implies that around 70% of the 81s are not being priced to call, despite the trend so far indicating that a large systemic bank is still calling its bonds. So this does suggest to us that a lot of negative news is still in the price, actually. And what would you say are the risks around this positive view? So from the macro perspective, the main risk that the market is looking at still seems to be inflation and whether the central banks have done enough to fight it. But what's interesting about the 81 market is that one is actually allocating to the banking sector. And that's a sector that tends to benefit from a higher inflation and higher interest rate backdrop. And we've seen this most notably in the latest round of earnings. It showed strong profitability, helped by higher net interest income due to higher rates, and robust balance sheets with banking capital positions remaining solid. And so if one doesn't expect inflation to return to those lower pre-pandemic trends, then it's crucial for investors to look at inflation-beating type strategies where we think 81s stand out. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts, Mo. Uh, that definitely sounds like an exciting opportunity then and look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you, Nina, for the thoughtful questions and to those listening to the podcast. If you would like to learn more about UBP's global fixed income franchise, please do not hesitate to get in touch or visit us on our website at ubp.com.